Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in and welcome back to another episode of the Arise Voices podcast. A regular short interview with key members of Arise IP or with key players will be sharing the expert insight on industrialization in Africa, public-private partnerships and building local value chains among other topics. For this episode of the Arise Voices podcast, we are pleased to be joined by Marlin Ngohi, who is the CEO of the Fund for Export Development in Africa and will be telling us about the FEDA's contribution to the industrialization of the continent. Hello Marlin, could you please tell us more about your background and your ambitions for FEDA? Thank you very much. So as you know, my name is Marlin Ngohi. Uh, I am the CEO of uh, FEDA since uh, last year. Uh, to give you a little bit about my background, I'm originally from the Democratic Republic of Congo, from the DRC, uh, but spent my childhood in, uh, in Gabon, where my, uh, my parents uh, worked and live. Uh, across my career, I had the opportunity to work and evolve in, uh, in several on several continents, uh, including, obviously, uh, uh, Europe, uh, where I was born, raised, uh, worked um, later on in life as a deputy CEO of a trade finance bank. Uh, in the US, where I also went to school, Bentley College, Harvard Business School, and worked, uh, started my career there in investment banking and private equity. And then later on, Africa, where I had the opportunity to actually I live and work in East Africa, in, uh, based in Nairobi, Kenya, in Central Africa, based in Libreville, Gabon, and, uh, and uh, uh, in West Africa with frequent uh, travels and deals there. So I have a pretty good understanding uh, of, uh, of this area. And, uh, and today, um, and that I'm uh, the CEO of FEDA, one of our uh, ambition is to ensure that we deploy at least uh, two or three billion dollars of, uh, of capital uh, to promote, uh, as you know, something that is that's very uh, dear to us, to promote industrialization in Africa, intra-Africa trade, and uh, and value-add export development. So we do hope uh, at the moment we are managing seven hundred million dollars worth of funds. We hope to double that number over the next two years. We also hope to attract other co-investors to some of the projects that we are supporting, in order to have a very significant impact impact in industrialization intra-Africa trade and, uh, and value-add uh, exports. And speaking about value-add uh, export development, that's the reason why we were very uh, excited about our uh, investment in Arise. When it comes to local manufacturing in Africa, which sectors are the most promising for FEDA's viewpoint? Thank you very much for the question. Uh, we, we look at local manufacturing through two lenses. Uh, the first lens is uh, all of the uh, manufacturing activities uh, that can actually uh, be oriented towards uh, uh, the local market or the regional market or the pan-African market. And those sectors would tend to be uh, agro-processing. We would like to manufacture um, what's, uh, what we eat uh, uh, in Africa. Uh, it comes from the, uh, the energy sector. Uh, you would have seen recently uh, the, the the big uh, uh, launch of the uh, the Dangote re re uh, oil refinery. We want to see more and more uh, local um, production of uh, of energy uh, uh, of energy uh, products and services uh, in Africa. That's uh, that's essential. Um, the same is true of uh, construction materials. At the moment, we're still importing 
quite uh, quite a lot. We would like to see more and more of these uh, done uh, locally uh, because they're an important part of uh, uh, of where Africans are actually spending their uh, uh, their purchasing power. The second way we look at uh, uh, local manufacturing is uh, is through the lenses of uh, exports. We know that uh, they, there's a need, as I mentioned, to produce what we consume, but we also know that there's a huge market for some of the uh, uh, the, the the materials and the, the minerals and the richness that we have, there's a huge market outside of Africa. So exports are still a very important part of our straight strategy. And we would like to see these exports to be more and more value-add. So uh, in uh, in terms of sectors, I would talk about, for instance, the, uh, the forestry sector, which obviously needs to be done in a sustainable manner uh, uh, that uh, that is very important, that is key. And we want to see uh, sustainable transformation uh, uh, of that industry for the uh, uh, the local as well as the outside uh, market. The same is true of minerals. As you know, Africa is extremely uh, mineral rich. I think some of the most uh, strategic minerals in the world are uh, in Africa at the moment. Uh, uh, and we need to, uh, to again, uh, be able to add as much value as we can locally. So we view that, that these sectors are very, uh, uh, very important for both uh, local, um, the local market, the intra-Africa trade market, as well as the, uh, the export market. Thank you for this answer. What should be done to boost intra-African trade and value-added export development? Thank you. I think that uh, it's uh, uh, it's uh, it's uh, uh, challenging questions, but I like to best summarize it uh, with perhaps four points. I think that the first one is uh, policy. Uh, you would have uh, noticed that uh, the AFCFTA uh, has now been uh, launched. So that's the agreement among African countries to actually uh, uh, get rid of. Uh, uh, tariff barriers to uh, accelerate uh, the trade among uh, among each other that is now in full implementation. Uh, but I believe that there's going to be a need for further uh, policy uh, at the national and regional level uh, to address all of the uh, the non-tariff uh, uh, barriers to trade. Uh, and that could be uh, things such as uh, the quality insurance that you need to move goods and services from one country to the next, uh, and so I think that in terms of policy, there's probably a need for uh, uh, for Africa to uh, uh, to strengthen itself, and that will boost intra-Africa trade. That will also boost uh, value-add export development. The second bit uh, that, that, that I would mention, which is quite obvious, is uh, is the finance. Um, uh, there's still um, before FEDA started, we estimated that there was a, about a hundred billion dollars of capital missing uh, to fully support uh, full. Uh, uh, an impactful solution uh, to the intra-Africa trade and value-add exports development mandate, and that is only at the equity contribution level. So it's to to tell you that uh, the finance required uh, for it are are, are tremendous, uh, and so um, we need to attract more capital to Africa. We need for people to understand the opportunity that uh, Africa represents, and uh, and to come uh, and invest. That's going to be uh, very important, and it's just not. Uh, 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 global investors, it's also a national one, regional one, everybody needs to be involved in the financing of, uh, of, of these uh, uh, of this development projects. So finance is very important. The, the third one, uh, which is uh, very key, is obviously infrastructure. 
uh, we need ports, we need uh, rail, we need roads, we need air, uh, we need digital infrastructure as well in, uh, uh, in, uh, uh, in the day uh, that we are working in. Uh, another very important piece uh, is energy infrastructure. We need energy infrastructure because without that, it's very difficult to, uh, to industrialize, to trade, uh, uh, and to uh, uh, to to add value. So that's that's another uh, a third bit that to me is very important. And then finally, uh, the fourth one I would say is uh, information. And there's still a gap of information in terms of the uh, uh, the opportunities that exist, uh, being able to quantify it, uh, being able to figuring out uh, uh, precise cost of uh, of projects, etc. And so I believe that uh, in in terms of information for both the intra Africa trade and the value add export development, there's still an information gap, which is being filled uh, uh, by, uh, by uh, the new technologies and, uh, and the fact that we have access to more and more real-time information, but that's not the case for everybody. So I think that that would be the fourth point, uh, the fourth factor that I think would be very important. How will FEDA's USD 85 million investment to support Arise IAP's growth support Africa's industrialization? Thank you very much. So uh, Arise is a uh, it's a formidable company, a very ambitious company uh, that is uh, uh, that has started in uh, in Gabon many years ago. Has had great success with uh, uh, with the, uh, the the wood sector and has been able to since uh, replicate uh, uh, not replicate the model. I would say adapt the model to other countries such as Benin, Togo. Um, as you know, the, the company now uh, has a presence in more than 10 countries in Africa across various different uh, verticals. So we talk about uh, uh, the wood uh, industry in Gabon, in others it would be uh, uh, agro-processing, uh, uh, in others it would be uh, uh, a different type of, uh, of sectors. And so we think that it's an extremely, extremely important company, uh, particularly in view of FEDA's mandate, which is to promote uh, value add ex uh, export development to promote industrialization, uh, to promote uh, intra-Africa trade, to promote creation of jobs uh, for the uh, the youth, to promote transfer of skills uh, to uh, to Africans. So Arise is very well aligned with what we do, and so the 85 million is going to help uh, finance some of the uh, capex needs that are required across uh, each of uh, uh, these new countries that Arise is, uh, uh, is now uh, going to be operating in. Uh, as you know, CapEx is not the only thing. You also need human capital. That's actually the number one thing that you need for any project to be successful. So the organization uh, is going to continue to grow uh, with more human capital. And we're very proud of it because uh, that allows to provide job and skill sets. Uh, to uh, to African uh, women, to the African youths, and uh, and to all of the partners that are interested in what uh, the company is doing. Uh, so that's uh, that's on the utilization of funds of uh, of FEDA. But uh, our involvement goes beyond that. As you know, we are a subsidiary of Afrexim Bank, uh, which is today, uh, if you look at Afrexim, is probably one of the largest uh, financial institution in Africa in terms of. Uh, a total uh, balance sheet. It has about thirty over thirty billion dollars of uh, 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 of uh, balance sheet size, um, and so our involvement in Arise means that Afrexim is also uh, uh, going to be uh, a partner with regards to all of the debt uh, finance needs that uh, that the company might have, and they are uh, again very big. 
in view of the, the rapid expansion. So that's another part that we bring. And outside of just the capital from FEDA and, uh, uh, and Afrixim Bank, which uh, 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 is, uh, is very tangible, there's also uh, what we bring in terms of uh, relationship with uh, a lot of member states uh, across Africa who are looking at what Arise is doing, who are interested, who want to learn more, uh, and who might want to do the same in, uh, in their own country. Uh, we work very closely with them and the company uh, to explore these uh, opportunities for uh, collaboration. Uh, so I would say that uh, this is a, uh, an investment that, uh, uh, that very much fits us. Uh, and we hope that uh, our participation also brings a lot of value to the company. Thank you, Marlene, for these insightful answers and for joining us today and making time to enlighten us further about the industrialization progress in Africa. Thank you, everyone who joined us today. We will be back very soon with another edition, so stay tuned.